This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one-of-a-kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to PokerNight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. You can do the same if you want. Are we got okay? Well, this is Betting Weekly Extra Time Serial Edition. You're with Dan Roebuck and freelance Italian football journalist Daniele Fisichella, who's back in the old country today. Daniele, you're sunning yourself in Sicily. I see. What's the weather like? Depressing. It's very good. It's very good. It's just uh, it's been like mid twenties, you know. I've just been I've just been for a walk. It's it's all right. It's it's a a nice break. It's a nice break. But don't worry, I will be back in the UK very soon. (laughs) Okay, stop there. Don't depress us all. Uh, Copper Italian action in midweek. We saw the good, the bad and the ugly across the two games. Ultimately, Daniele, look, Fiorentina, they look good to progress. Inter probably favourites just to beat Juventus after that 1-1 draw. Very fractious end to the game in midweek. What were your thoughts on the two fixtures? The best game to watch was uh, definitely Cremonese-Fiorentina. There was more shots on target. There were more saves. Both teams with better spirit. Fiorentina were worthy winner. The only fault is that they could have scored more. They should have scored more in the first half. Then in the second half, uh, Cremonese came back with a front three. They looked good, but as always, this season, they end up capitulating in the end, Fiorentina. Uh, they are in the final, of course. So they got the ticket for the final in Rome. Juventus Inter, a very poor show on the pitch. Uh, the game was poor. Lack of imagination, lack, lack of creativity, uh, pedestrian, really, uh, rhythm from both sides. Uh, the goal from Juventus came by chance, by pure chance, by pure luck, you know, across into the box. You, Inter messed it up, but they were quite good Inter during the game, uh, very cautious, I would say. And then in the manage, they managed to equalize. Uh, I think the, the, the draw it's is a fair result. Whatever happened after the Lukaku incident is just uh, it's just a shame. I think the referee got it wrong. Uh, Lukaku did celebrate that way uh, before. Uh, there are images on social media that show him receiving a lot of slurs and insults. Uh, he got booked. Quadrado got booked, Andanovic got sent off. I think that the situation went uh, out of hand. And uh, yeah, it's another bad chapter because unfortunately we're going to talk about a very eventful game, but it was a very poor game on the pitch after all. Let's concentrate matters on the pitch from here on in. Back to league action, of course, uh, this weekend in Serie A, match day 29. All the games streamed across the weekend, Friday and Saturday, no Sunday yes. games. Uh, worth pointing out to uh, betters that it's, uh, when it comes to the Italian football this weekend, we've got three on Friday, the remainder on Saturday. We're going to kick off on Friday. Lecce against Napoli here. Lecce plus 525, Napoli minus 
157. We've got to reflect, Daniele, first of all, on what happened to Napoli last weekend. An extraordinary game against Milan for all the wrong reasons from a Napoli uh, point of view. I mean, Milan, they, they took their goals supremely well. The best of Rafa Liao. No one really saw that one coming, but it puts a marker down for the Champions League, doesn't it? It does. And the Napoli were outsmarted by Milan, who went back with a back four. That's the system that allowed them to win the Scudetto. And especially with the position of Brahim Diaz in behind the midfielders, he started right behind the shoulder of Baraschelia, who doesn't defend a lot, and he was drifting inside. The cut from the left from Leao was the way they scored the first goal. And they were aggressive, determined, man-to-man marking. Ben Nasser was glued on to Lobotka and credit to Milan for doing it for 90 minutes. Of course, Napoli were without Osimen, 21 goals in the Serie A. You know, it is a big miss. Simeone didn't receive the same amount of services. Everything went wrong for Napoli and he's worrying the way the wheels came off in the second half very, very quickly. 3-0, 4-0 with that great goal from uh, Salem Akers. But if uh, Napoli want to see the bright side, they've lost the less important games of the three, of course, because, of course, they're going to be uh, champions anyway. But it's not a great show, uh, of course, losing 4-0 to Milan. By the way, that's the third consecutive time they lose to Milan at home. So, you know, something to worry about maybe for that return leg. But now the trip is a trip to Lecce, which I think they're going to bounce back for sure. And that's where I'm going with my tips. We'll get to your selection in just a second. A word on Osimhen. As soon as it was announced that he wasn't going to be playing at the weekend, Napoli's price did get a little bit bigger. He's one of the few strikers that can do that across European football. There's not too many that can move the market like he can. Is he going to be fit for the weekend? Do they risk him at the weekend? Is he going to be fit for the Champions League? What's the latest when it comes to Victor Osimhen? The unspoken truth is that Victor Osimhen is fairly fit and he could have been fit even for the game against Milan, but they didn't want to risk him. No chance they're going to risk him at the Via del Mar against Lecce. He's going to start on uh, on next week, of course, on the Champions League. He had, he, he, the injury is a little bit niggle. I mean, obviously, on, on his thigh, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not a great injury at this, at this time of the season. You might need a bit of rest, but he would have played if he was a Champions League final, for sure he would have. So he's going to be fit, but he's not going to play uh, at, the, at, at the weekend. Another chance for Simeone, which, by the way, I think he responded well every time he's been called upon. He didn't have many chances to play. The good news is also that Raspadori is back fit, so there could be a little bit of rotation there. But Napoli is going to go with the 4-3 with Lozano, Cravascelia and um, and uh, Simeone. Uh, Spalletti is not going to make a lot of changes. He did make changes, actually, incidentally, in the first leg of uh, Napoli-Lecce, which they drew disappointingly. And from then on, he stuck to the 4-3-3 and he's been uh, the magic formula. Every time Napoli lost this season, it only happened four times, they bounced back with a win and by scoring two goals, twice against Atalanta, and they did the same against Sampdoria. Uh, so I think they're going to bounce back here. Uh, they're going to win this game. And I'm going uh, for uh, a couple of lines here. I'm going to go for a Napoli win. Minus 157. I think it's a decent price, to be fair, considering who they're playing. And Lecce is in a poor state of form. Fifth consecutive defeat, five games without scoring. So I'm going to put two units on Napoli to win. Minus 157 just to spice it up and I'm also going to go for a Napoli Asian handicap minus one plus 110 again if they win by two goals margin you win if I win by only one goal margin you get your money back but worth noting that before being thrashed by Milan the last eight wins for Napoli have been all to nil in all competitions so they left really 
pretty much nothing to the opposition. And I think this is one really that they're going to approach with a lot of hunger, with a lot of uh, just sense of pride, and they're going to get the three points. Three points for Napoli bounce back, as Daniele has pointed out. And I think all betters have realised this this season that when Napoli do lose the very next game, they are very much on it, even without Ossiman. This is a good game to come back to. I think on the uh, Asian handicap, uh, minus one, uh, plus one, ten for Napoli, probably one of the best bets of the weekend. I can see them beating Lecce very, very comfortably. And just incidentally, as Daniele has already pointed out, when it comes to the Scudetto, there's been no movement in the prices. There's 16 points clear, 10 games to go. It's still no offers, Napoli. Things would have to go horribly wrong for them not to win the title. Let's it's, move it's, on it's, to... It's, it's impossible. It's yeah, impossible. It's, I mean, they're gonna, they're and gonna, even Maldini admitted it when they had a spot in the half, at the half. That's half right. Yes, yeah, half said, time. He said to Spalletti, I mean, we can't repeat it, but I said, what do you want? You've already won the Scudetto. <laughs> Let Leao celebrate. By the way, Leao celebrated. He got booked for a celebration. Little, little word on Lecce. I wonder whether they're sleepwalking into relegation. Last goal they scored 19th of February. No shots on target against Empoli. Uh, on Monday, which is hard, you know, not to have a shot on target against Anthony, is in their hands because next they're going to play Sampdoria, Udinese, Veronia, Spezia and Bologna at home, at home where they've only won two games so far this season against Atalanta and Lazio, only 13 goal scores at home, bottom for shots in the entire league, as I said, it is in uh, their hand for uh, for Lecce, uh, but I think uh, this one is gonna be is gonna be really really difficult for them. I agree. I think that Napoli will win this one comfortably. Other end of the table, Samp against Cremonese. This is a Saturday game, four thirty local, twelve thirty. Um, uh, a bit a bit early, in fact, uh, uh, Eastern is it ten thirty Eastern? Yes. Um, nineteenth uh, against twentieth then. Uh, 10 points and 12 points from safety, respectively, these two. If uh, Samp or Cremonese have got any designs on staying a top-flight team for next season, they have to win this game, don't they, Daniele? This is must-win for both, would you say? It is must-win for both, but obviously the pressure is all on Sampdoria because uh, Cremonese have almost accepted they're going to play in Serie B next season. They play midweek. They play against Fiorentina yesterday. They put a good fight. Maybe they were worth a goal in the first half. Then in the second half with the with the front three, with Chofani, uh, with uh, Bonaiuto, then obviously the Sers and and uh, Afenagian. They look a little bit more threatening, but there were a lot of technical mistakes, errors in midfield. They ended up conceding chance after chance. Fiorentina, had they been a little bit more clinical, they would have been 3 for nil up in the first half. So the problem with Cremonese is this. Yes, they do uh, score. Yes, they are decent going forward. They scored in five of the last uh, seven. But, you know, is one of the most leaky defense in uh, Serie A. No away wins. 27 goals conceded away. They only won three games within 90 minutes in the entire season. So, obviously, there are uh, some issues uh, there. And, by the way, Carnesecchi and before Radu are the goalkeepers altogether. They made the most saves in Serie A. So, that tells the story. Sampdoria against Roma lost 3-0, maybe a little bit unlucky. They went down to 10 men. They conceded three. It's a bit of a large score for the Mourinho side. And Sampdoria, I mean, again, they are desperate. They need to win 
then at least two of the last next three. The last three, next three games are Cremonese, Lecce away, Spezia home. Now, if they collect seven points out of this, I think they're going to be in touching distance of Spezia and they can go for it. Um, they are minus 10 uh, at the moment. I know Sampdoria got the worst attack at home, only six goals scored, three in the last one. They only uh, won one game at home against uh, Verona all season, although they lost a couple in unlucky circumstances. But the price is, I mean, for Sampdoria to win is so good for me not to go for it. They must do it. I'm going to go for a Sampdoria win plus 132. It's really the last chance. I think Ramonese, they're going to be tired after the midweek. It's not one of the deepest squad. They got a couple of injuries as well, the like of Kirikas, the like of Okereke. So not many changes there for Ballardini. I'm going to go for Sampdoria to win here uh, plus 132. Plus money and a big plus money bet as well at plus 132 cent to get the better of Cremonese. They really do need to win if they are going to stay up. And as Daniele points out, Cremonese off the back of that disappointing defeat in the Copper in midweek. Same kickoff time on Saturday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern, 4.30. Uh, local is Atalanta against Bologna. Atalanta minus 157 here. Bologna plus 4.75. The draw plus 2.95. Over and under two and a half goals. It's almost a pick'em contest. Uh, minus 117 over minus 115 under. This could be one of the best games to watch and it will be streamed live on the Bet Rivers app because they're both playing good football. They're not involved in a, releg- a relegation scrap. At- Atalanta, obviously, looking uh, to qualify for Europe. Once again, they've won their last two. I mean, for the purist, this could, this could, be, this could be a decent game to watch and hopefully Daniele goals. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. And that's what I'm going with as well with, uh, with the pick over 2.5 goals, minus 150. Do not be surprised if the price is not a plus money, but it's a minus because both teams are in the top five in Serie A for both to score and over uh, 2.5 goals. So obviously the bookies have done the research as much as we did and they do expect goals. And, you know, everything suggested Atalanta and Bologna should go on the score sheet. Atalanta, they look comfortable in the last two games. The changes from uh, the bench when uh, Gasperini introduced Boga and Hoylund worked. Uh, Zapata is getting more minutes. Now Lukman is back on the score sheet. So they beat Empoli and Cremonese fairly uh, comfortable. They lost four games at home so far. So never trust Atalanta 100% uh, when they play at home. But they are minus two from the fourth spot. If they do qualify for Europe, I think it will be a miracle, an amazing achievement, even if you take into account the minus 15 of Juventus. Atalanta certainly didn't have as objective at the beginning of the season to play in the Champions League next year. And normally Gasperini's side starts slowly the season and finish very, very strongly. So it is in their hands now. In the next four weeks, they play Fiorentina, Roma, Torino and Juventus. Could they be the fitter team without cup competitions? Because yeah, Fiorentina Roma, Juventus, they do play cups, actually. Fiorentina plays nine games in April, so they could make up grounds uh, there. Bologna, on the other side, the best team of the last three months, in the last 22 games with Thiago Motta, they won 10 of them. Only Napoli, Juve, Lazio and Inter have done better, so they would be in the fifth uh, spot. The problem with Bologna is when they travel, they do concede far too many goals. 26 goals conceded, 7 away defeats, 14 away games so far in all competition, no clean sheets. They have to be plodded because they've done great results playing well, also playing without the man man, which is Arnautovic, and they are minus 4 from Juventus and minus 8 from Atalanta, so a win here for Bologna could catapult them out of a sudden in the contention for a Europa League, maybe Conference League uh, spot, which again will be amazing. 
I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a game with goals. So, as I said, they're going to go over 2.5 goals, minus 117. I think that's a really good bet. 77% of Bologna's away games over two and a half goals, as Daniele rightly points out. They cannot keep clean sheets away from home. Just a, a word on Luckman, as Daniele rightly points out, he was back on the score sheet against Cremonese. That was his first goal since late January. And he is a player that is a little streaky. If you want to back him to score, plus 225, to get the first, plus 575. Maybe he's going to hit... If he starts, if he starts, because he hasn't if he starts, has, he did, hasn't did he come off the bench last weekend? He came off the bench alongside yeah. Boga, and it looks like he might not start this one. Hoylund and Zapata seem to be seem to be the favorite for this one. As you said, with Atalanta, without without cup competitions, you know the rotation on the starting eleven might not be as heavy as for other teams. Yeah, he's come on, hasn't he? The last three games, not started a game. Uh, for a month or so. We shall see. Watch out for the team news for that one. And again, and it's streamed live on the Bet Rivers app. Right, we come to the parlay, uh, which plays uh, plus 581. This is a good one here. Uh, we've talked about two of the selections already. Um, Lecce Napoli, we like Napoli win. Uh, Daniele, which you've explained earlier, and I think everyone is hoping that Napoli will bounce back after that morning at the hands of Milan. Well, Napoli fans are and betters. And then Samp against Cremonese. We like Sampdoria uh, to beat Cremonese in that basement battle. So there's the first two legs of the party. The one that's really going to boost your returns, as well as the Samp odds, to be fair, is our third selection. Um, the parlay starts on Friday. And then, Daniele, you go to Udinese Monza. What do we like here? I like the double chance, X2. So Monza not to lose in Friuli. Monza have lost three of the last six, but previously they went eight games unbeaten. They are plus 15 on Verona, so they're going to be saved, as we predicted at the beginning of the season, because they got a good squad. They changed the manager in the right time, and it worked. And they picked up good results in the process. They beat Juventus. Uh, they drew against Inter, just to mention a few. Recently, not scoring many goals, but I think they're going to return to the mean a little bit more I think they're gonna um, they're gonna be harder to beat for this Udinese side who by the way were defeated by Bologna first defeat in five games we have to say they had a few absentees the likes of Becao and Wallace at home difficult to beat seven draws at home beat Roma and Juventus but only 15 uh, goals uh, conceded the thing is that they play for nothing really both teams so there could be a lot of goals it could be a little bit unpredictable uh, they are both in the top 10 for over 2.5 goals Udinese 61% of games have been both to score I cannot see them scoring too many goals in this one although I know they beat Milan recently I think the visitors are going to pick up a point. Uh, they've been uh, they've been convincing so far uh, this season, even against sides that we do think are a little bit uh, better uh, than them. So I'm going to go for a for a double chance here, X two, and all together with a Napoli win and a Sampdoria win, as I mentioned before, the odds are plus five eight one. And Silvio Berlusconi, unfortunately, taken to hospital. The Monza yeah. uh, president, but he looks like he's going to be okay. I mean, it'd be it'd be nice for him, I guess, if his Monza side could get a result at uh, at Udinese. Look, I think uh, well, he's, he's been there before. He's 86 years old. He suffered various illnesses. Uh, he's had he's had respiratory problems. He's had COVID. Now the news are that he's been diagnosed with leukemia back in March, so he started a treatment. Uh, but uh, yeah, the news is that he's been he's stable. He's in hospital. He's stable. His uh, his brother spoke yesterday about the fact that he will recover soon. And I'm sure. Uh, I mean, if Monza picks up a good result or three points, uh, a special dedication will be uh, for the 
honor for the president who took them from uh, Serie C to Serie A as promised and said alongside Adriano Galliani that Europe uh, is the next um, next challenge, not for this season, but for next season, uh, why not? You'll never know. Uh, Monza X2 against uh, Udinese, the draw or the away one. It's the double chance, effectively. That's one of the legs of the parlay, along with Lecce against Napoli, a Napoli win, and Samp against Cremonese, a Samp yes. win. That plays 581. Uh, the other selection to uh, this weekend, Atalanta Bologna, simple bet over two and a half goals at minus 117. That's probably the best bet for me over the course of the weekend. Just before we let you go, Daniele, uh, just a new story breaking over the last week. And once again, we're talking capital gains investigations. Yes. We know what happened to Juventus. This time, I've read it's Roma, Lazio and Salernitana that are being investigated at the moment. What's the latest with that? The latest that uh, some of the, some, the Roma deals that they've done in and out of the club are under investigation. But to be fair, they're not big, big gains. We're looking in the region of five, uh, ten millions. Of course, a crime is a crime nonetheless, but perhaps the magnitude of this uh, is not quite as big as the one of Juventus. And for a shorter period of time, Lazio and Salernitana is interesting because up to a point, they were owned by the same person, uh, Claudio Lotito, the president of Lazio. So they could be uh, more under... Uh, the uh, scrutiny uh, there, of course, uh, but we shall see. I have the feeling that after the first uh, um, conviction of Juventus, which, by the way, we're going to know the result of the appeal in 10 days' time, and that's going to be a seismic day in Italy, of course, whichever happened, I think this time the prosecutors and the FA are going to take their time a little bit longer to avoid rushing it and to avoid a... Slavine of appeals through the summers are going to put a massive asterisk next to a lot of teams' names. One thing is for sure, Italian teams and Italian football had had issues, had got financial issues, and sometimes uh, these, they had to resort to so cre creative finance or to, um, yeah, this exponential gain, financial gain, to try to keep up uh, with the competition. Uh, perhaps uh, a reform of the system is due, and this could be uh, the starting point uh, for something a little bit different. But yes, of course, they are cash-trapped. Uh, they have not many resources, and they had to invent a better way to make ends meet. But yeah, with dubious result yes well let's let's just end on a positive here champions <laughs> yes. league action the yes. champions league action next week look we've talked about napoli in the champions league pretty much all season because they were brilliant in the group stages their price has gone steadily down we've not talked after the draw although i did text you about it we thought it might yeah. be an interesting one for napoli they're plus 350 they're joint second favorites to win the champions league daniele with inter plus 1400 and milan plus 2000 I mean, I didn't think they'll be that sure. I, I suggested that the drawers opened up for them on that side. But off the back of what we saw last Sunday, I'm not quite That's sure it. now. Well, <laughs> in the draw, they're going to play Milan and either Inter, the two teams that have beaten them this season. And recently, in the recent instance, that the game against Milan have always been a little bit tight. But if you look across the season and, you know, in the numbers, Napoli are 21 points, sorry, 20 points ahead of Milan in, the, in, in, in Serie A. And I lost count of many points that go more than Inter. They should be no match. Over two legs, I think the better team normally uh, prevails. 
whether they're going to be the the final champion. There is a man called Carlo Ancelotti on the other side, which I don't, <laughs> I don't think he's going to let it go that easily. You know, it'd be it's, yesterday, it's, but... interesting, it's interesting you say that because I spoke to Rory, who's um, our Madrid correspondent and, and looks after all the La Liga action. And when I mentioned to him that Real Madrid were plus 700, their fourth fourth favourites, he said that was a bet for him. I mean, they're in the, they're in the other side of the draw. But, but they, it's Real, Mad- it's Real yeah. Madrid, isn't it? Yeah, but they play a relegation-bound Chelsea, so I think that's gonna be that's gonna be easy uh, against the eleven team in the Premier League. That, that looks. I mean, they might qualify, and then I need to eat my words. But of course, that semi-final with the winner of City or Bayern Munich looks the ticket. And on the other side, a word on Inter: if they show the same focus, the same mentality that they did at Torino against Juventus, they might come out unscathed from the Dalus. But uh, it's really the goals have dried up for them. They only scored two in the last four, two penalties uh, by Lukaku. Lautaro hasn't scored in the last eight. They look very, very predictable, bit slow. By the way, Lukaku to, uh, Lautaro to score this weekend, I think is plus 108 and scoring many. So normally scores against Salernitana, Lukaku to score one plus 135. But yeah, against Benfica, they need something more. I think Benfica moved the ball a bit better than Porto, a bit more threatening. So, you know, it's not just going to be a matter of defending there. Going to be interesting, the Champions League, Serie A weekend, always interesting. Some good games coming up. We wish Daniele's selections well over the weekend. Daniele, many thanks for your company. Thank you, Dan. Speak um, soon. Uh, yeah, that wraps it up for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week, of course, ahead of week 30. And make sure you stay across all of our content at Because We Win. Ciao. See you later. Uh... Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.